Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this amazing, super duper brand new episode for Christine Means Business. And today you have one of my favorite people on internet land um, that I introduce you to today, which is Gio Marcus. And I feel like rolling out a red carpet. She's one of my favorite people in the world. And we've also been working together. So let me um, read her fantastic bio to you because it's not just anyone who I have here. So Gio Marcus is a celebrity copywriter to some of the biggest names in health and wellness. Her clients are guests of Oprah, Marie Folio. Maybe you heard of that one. And Sir Richard Branson. Hello. And I might also add a certain Christine Hansen in that amazing gorgeous lineup of names she is also regularly featured on every major syndicated tv show and magazine stars of their own known stars of their own netflix documentaries winners of oscar nominations for their health documentaries and between them geo's clients have written over 35 new york times best-selling books translated into 190 languages she lives in berkeley california with her wonderful pup is cute as death cricket i adore cricket i have to say i'm a huge fan so welcome geo i'm so excited to have you Oh, Christine, it's so good to see you this morning. And I'm just, I'm super excited to chat with you about copy and messaging and, and um, play a little bit of catch up about what's been going on in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who don't know about Gio's work, it's get a brilliant example. If you haven't already, then sign up to my email list and you will get into the absolute glorious delight. Because if you've been following me for a little bit, you know that I'm notoriously lazy and that I'm a real amazing motherfucker when it comes to outsourcing things that I don't like doing. So copywriting is my worst nightmare, but it's what Geo truly shines in. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, and yeah, as I said, if you want to check the examples then sign up for the ultimate checklist or for the free class that I have, because literally the emails that you're going to get afterwards have all been written by Geo. I'm not afraid to say, like, obviously she knows what I say and how I think. And when I read them, I was like, this is even better than what I could ever say. So, you know, it obviously has my blessing. So we're going to talk a little bit about how that works to write with a copywriter. But first, let's talk a little bit about what we just touched on, which is messaging and copywriting. So those are two different things. What is it? Because I know that I was introduced to 
copywriting as a tool fairly late. I feel that a lot of people focus on branding, they focus on the website, they maybe focus on the packaging, they obviously focus on continuous education in their field. And copy is, I feel, a little bit too late for a lot of people at a certain stage. So what is it actually? And what is messaging? Yeah, definitely. Those are great questions and important distinctions uh, to make. So um, so the first question is about messaging, right? And messaging is just simply um, what you're putting out there to the world. So it's it's in essence, it's the foundation of, of what is going to be translated into the copy. So it's, it's like the behind the scenes pre-work that is going to inform everything, not only everything that is written, regarding your brand, but also even it informs what how you talk about your brand. So it's really, really, really important to get the messaging down and like spend that time to delve into, um, you know, how you're going to stand out in a very crowded marketplace. Like what's your mission? Why people absolutely can't afford to not work with you, not listen to you when you get on a Facebook live or write a, a you know, your email blast to your, to your fans and, and readers. Perfect. So, um, so it's, and it's, it's a lot, you know, it's got these elements of copywriting within it. Um, so like there's some crossover, like a lot of times when I start with my copywriting, oh, always, whenever I start with my copywriting clients, we start with the messaging and then we'll be able to pull from that messaging into the copy. So um, yeah, so that's, that's messaging in a very brief nutshell. Um, it's sort of like, what do you want to be known for? And um, in, in a, like a very memorable way that is going to just really stand out and get people paying attention, like, like kind of becoming, um, uh, you know, just like irresistible for people because they're like, they latch on to your message and they're just like, yes, I'm following That's that it. one. Exactly. So it's your unique color, so to say, like your interior desires kind of translated into words. So if we have a practical example for, let's see. So you have, obviously you've worked with me, so you know my, my messaging, but let's take someone else like a Marie Folio, for example, what would her messaging be, for example? Oh yeah, so Marie is a really interesting one. And um, so her messaging is, um, you know, you have a unique gift that, there's a unique gift that you, only you have, something like that, you know, yeah. and, and it's in regards to business. Um, but that's actually very broad messaging, right? So it's like, she'll, Marie is, you know, at that point where she's big enough that she can call in, you know, anybody in almost any industry and, and help them to grow their business or get their business started. Um, it's actually very broad messaging and it works because of her cred and how, um, you know, and the quality of her content that she puts out on a regular basis. Um, what I actually recommend for people who are just starting out in their business um, is to go smaller and, and narrower in their messaging so that um, they're actually speaking to a very specific person about a very specific thing. So let's have an example of the opposite then. So someone who has done a great job at that, who's very niched, very specialized, do you have an example in that? Yeah. Okay. So let's think. Um, so I have a so I have a friend who opened up a, um, a it's like a bed and breakfast, but he's a drag queen, and so um, <laughs> you know. So I, I, I'm not even actually sure what his messaging is, but I just want to use this example because it's so good. It's like it's like you know 
come for the mimosas, stay for the transformation, you know, something oh, like that, where, perfect. you know, yeah. it's like, basically, I think of messaging as an invitation to become something, um, or it can be a promise as well. So it, it can, you know, it's like slight shifts, but essentially it's, you know, I like to think, I like that idea of thinking about it as an invitation and, and it's not necessarily an invitation to everyone. Sometimes it's an invitation to just a small group. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm all about who this is not for. <laughs> That's like my favorite yeah. thing to do. <laughs> kind of mean, yeah. but it's like, it makes life so much easier. So, okay. So we start out with messaging, which is basically when people work with you, it's, it's, you know, getting to know their true desires, their values, what they want to serve, who they want to serve, what their core is. And then from there, we go into copywriting. So the first confusion a lot of people do is when they think about copywriting, they think, you know, about the little logo, the C, (laughs) you know, and it's like a copyright and it's no, no, no. A copyright is not the same as a copywriter. I still feel it's very confusing. Um, Why not give it a different name? I don't know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So how does that work? What qualifies? as copy and what makes good copy versus bad copy to put it in a very simple black and white kind of term. Yeah. Well, there's, um, there's lots of different flavors of bad copy and there's lots of <laughs> good copy. But uh, what I will say is that, um, so, so yeah, so copywriting is, is not a high school essay. Um, it's not a journal entry. It's not your Tinder profile. It is persuasive. <laughs> well, actually, the, your Tinder profile could be persuasive, but copywriting <laughs> is persuasive writing. So it's um, it's using the the background work that was done in the messaging part of your business to inform. You know, it's like the, the messaging goes like really deep into the psychology of of your ideal client, and so so we pull from that to create copy which is basically it's like words that sell and it could be selling an idea it could be selling you know like buy my thing it could be it could be like click on this link you know it's it's getting people to take action so um you know there's there and and within copywriting there's a lot of different kinds too so so copywriting is this broad umbrella and under that could live social media posts, it could live blogs, it could live your email newsletters, um, it could live your website, what the words on your website are, um, your sales pages, your lead magnets, like it's a very broad term. Um, I specialize in sales copywriting. So I love selling shit. Uh, It's really, really fun for me because we get to inspire people to take action that is going to really transform their lives. And that's what you know, that's what blows my skirt up. Uh, so (laughs) yeah. So, um, so, you know, there's like tools that are in the copywriters toolkit, which is good news because it means that you can learn what those are and apply them to, you know, and use them to inform how, how the words that you are putting out in your messaging, in your, you know, for your business. And then I think the second part of your question was, what makes bad copy um this is a so okay bad copy it's not you know it's vague it uses the passive voice um it doesn't incorporate stories and i think most importantly it's all about the company and like or like you know the um the brand or the service provider and it's not enough about 
the reader. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that would be like the number one thing if, if I was going to say, um, you know, bad copy, you know, that's like the, the cardinal rule of, of copywriting is always make it about the reader. Exactly. And I think also there's so many different scopes, I guess, you know, oh, sorry. nothing is boring. It's <laughs> nearly six and at six, my stomach starts to rumble. It's like, I can I'm so predictable. It's ridiculous. You know? <laughs> like, so now the time is on, we have half an hour for me to get fed or I'm turning into the Hulk. <laughs> I'm such a delicate little thing but um (laughs) but I I think you know what the magical part for me is that copywriters are able to connect with their client and then you know take their voice in order to get that purpose done for whatever they were hired so it's really interesting because you can have and it's what I always say, you can have websites that are very direct, very like what I would call sales, you know, very, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's very much aligned with a person, you know, who's actually, you know, selling these things, who, who has that mindset. But you have the same copywriter who could also write something very subtle, much more um, emotional in a way, you know, and still have the same purpose of selling, which is why I think... It's so important if you're thinking about, because a good copywriter is basically going to listen to you and is going to make it even better. You know, it's going to structure it, clarify it. But when you read it, it's not like it's someone else. It's it's literally you, but on steroids of goodness. That's how yeah. I feel about copywriting. Like whenever, because when I try to write my own text, it takes me 5 million years and it's easier when I do it for my clients, but for myself, there's no way. And then I give it sometimes, like if I had something prepared, I'd give it to a copywriter and they'd come back with a version and I'd be like, oh, so much better than what I could ever do, like literally. So what for me was always the phenomenon is how you can adapt to these different voices and that's technique as well, you know? So I'm really interested in learning about those tools that you mentioned. And then it's also about, you know, judging this whole thing up. It's incredible to me. Like, honestly, I couldn't do it. I honestly feel that it's, it's a gift. Yeah, definitely a talent that I don't think everyone has. But you might contradict me because I also know that some people really trained as a copywriter, you know. So that might also be like a question between talent or, you know, studying and lots of work. I don't know. Personally, I think you need to have a certain flair for writing in order to do it but that's what I would be interested in now is so if you have tools how can you actually zhuzh that stuff up for me it's unthinkable to do it you know so how how is that possible yeah it's definitely learnable so it it does require um some education about what copywriting is i think that a lot of times you know for me if i'm if i want to do something or or in a you know it's like i first have to get that basic foundation of of what what the thing is you know how to surf um Mm -hmm. how to cook how to bake a cake you know you sort of need that initial foundation but once you have that mixed with inspiration you know like that constant inspiration which can come from looking at other people's copy or um you know sometimes writing with a, a group of people so um i do a weekly free write session it's like um you know a workshop where people can come and 
write their copy together and then get feedback from me. And, and like that really builds the confidence it builds, you know, it kind of like works it into the routine. It's, it's absolutely a practice. So, um, I trained myself how to write copy and, and the way that I did it is the same way that I learned how I, I the same way that I write for various voices. So I've written for like Deepak Chopra. I've written for, um, you know, like health coaches who've, who are like blonde, you know, New York Times bestseller, like JJ Virgin, she's, you know, blonde, she's from Florida, you know, like really, really different ends of the spectrum. Um, and so the way that I do it is by listening mm -hmm. and, and, and that's really all it is. And then, so like, I have my sources, you know, I can go into, you know, I can listen to, uh, you know, for you, I listened to your podcast and I was able to like really pull what you said and, and sort of like spit shine it and make it better. But, um, you know, I really just, I want, I, I do want to say that it's totally learnable because I've worked with like my coaching clients for years to help them get more comfortable with writing copy and, mm -hmm. and more confident. So I really think it's like, and not saying that like you don't have confidence, but, um, you know, it's like, if you have that desire to write your own copy, mm -hmm. you don't want to hand it off to somebody else. It's totally possible to learn it. I love that. I think it's definitely not for me. I hate writing in every kind of shape. It's just not like I've totally at peace with that. I'm very good at other things, <laughs> but I'm yeah. like, yeah. do not hound me with writing. It's just like not going to happen. But I think this is awesome for people who actually enjoy writing, you know, but who just don't know how to exactly do that. So I love that you have that workshop that you can learn these different tools and that you adapt those voices and that you then have the, I guess, different strategies in place. Let's talk, if we talk about sales, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be um, here are the 10 advantages by now, you know, it can be a lot more subtle because that's what I really adored about your copy. It was not in your face, like, you know, pressure 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 you're missing out immediately but it was in a very subtle nice beautiful way you know so that's what I personally really like and the way that I like to present my brand so what would be let's see so what would you say are the three elements that everyone needs to keep in mind when they now go to their website and they're like okay I want people to do this one thing, whether it is to book a call or to download their free gift or whether it is to click on the services section or, you know, to, I don't know what else, join a Facebook group, for example. So if you were to give them three things that they should include, what would it be? Oh yeah, that's a great question. So uh, one would be using direct response copywriting techniques. So what does that um, mean? <laughs> that is, yes, you know, I was going to explain it. Um, direct response copywriting is copy that is designed to get people to take action. So, um, so how do you get people to take action? It's like you give them something, you, you, you inspire them that there's something possible. You're sort of dangling a little carrot in front of them saying like, hey, do you want this thing? Take the next step. So, um, so I would say even on a website using direct response copywriting is going to be really important. And that's why copywriters, um, you know, good copywriters are really good at what they do because they understand how to get people to take action. So um, there's a couple ways that you can do that. You can um, offer a, a urgency, like, you know, 
this thing is going away on Friday. So you got to jump on it. Um, that might not be appropriate for a website, but for other kinds of copywriting, it totally is. Um, you can give people another um, another push in the in the direction that you want them to go by saying, hey, there's only a limited number of, of spots that I have for my calls. I only do, you know, five, five free calls a, a month. And so if you want to get in and, and, you know, start this next process, then, then give me a call. You know, there's like a limiter people like whenever there's something that's going away that they stand to lose, that's really inspiring. That really gets people to take action. Um, but it also has to be really coupled with that, that copywriting language that speaks directly to them, which is where that messaging works come, comes in. So mm -hmm. I would say the first thing is direct response copywriting. The second thing is having that messaging in place. And then the third thing, um, you know, I really, what I, I call it like the transformation. So uh, if you've ever taken a very basic copywriting course, they this is how I learned copywriting. It's like you take out a piece of paper, uh, you draw a line down the middle and on one side you write out the features and the mm -hmm. other side you write out the benefits. So the features are thing, you know, and I always love to use the metaphor of a minivan for whatever reason. <laughs> so it's like, you know, the knobs on the minivan are that like control the AC, you know, so the, the minivan comes with AC, that's the feature. The benefit is that uh, you stay cool wherever, you know, on your trip so that you're not sweating and, um, you know, getting your shirt all stained with sweat stains <laughs> and, and wonderful things like that. And then I go a step further. So what I actually learned over my years of writing copy is that it's not just the features, it's not just the benefits, it's actually the transformation. So um, imagine that you are driving to a job interview and because you've had air conditioning, and it's like, you're not sweaty and you are comfortable. You're able to go into that job interview and ace it. That's the transformation. That's the that magic what, ingredient. Yes. So that's really what we want people to, to be writing to is that transformation and like inviting their readers into a, a higher vision of, of themselves and what's possible for them. I love it. See, I never had anyone actually add that third step. But I think that's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely crucial. People, if you just listen to this little section, that's golden. I never heard it before, actually. So, and that means a lot. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I've been in this one. So this is amazing. So I have one more question for you because it's um, it's one that I get all the time and it's very confusing to people when I tell them. And it, I, just, I just think I use the right words. It's the famous about page. <laughs> and, you know, when I work with my clients, typically what I see is about, okay, if the about page is actually the most, one of the most visited and longest visited pages of any website. And then when you go there, then I see this long, huge ass paragraph, usually in a teeny tiny font that nobody can read. And it's about the whole journey of the, of my person, you know, the owner of the website, and it's about how they struggled and then how they found the light, whatever happened, you know, however they found the solution. And now it's their passion to help their clients with this. And that is usually not the way to do it because, and I, I'm not the most elegant in this. I usually say, you know, nobody really gives a shit about what your journey was because they just want to know about how you can help them. You know, it's, it's really, they, if they want to know more about you, they will stalk you on your social media, which is what social media is for. So the about page in 
a more elegant, eloquent and copywriter way, what is the purpose of the about page actually? And how can you write a good about me page versus, you know, just making it about you, which would be obvious because it's called about me, but actually that's a little bit misguiding when you're writing it. So how do we tackle that beast? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I'm not totally opposed to that style of about pages. I think there's a time and a place for it, but I also think that you don't need to like air out your dirty laundry and like your whole life story to to write a good about page. And and so um, really what people are going for when they write that kind of about page is to make a connection and to articulate their values and also to to like basically demonstrate their credibility that like because they've gone through this particular situation they're now uniquely qualified to do this thing now there's other ways that people become uniquely qualified to do their job you know it doesn't have to be this whole like saga story so <laughs> um as long as the about page communicates your or your brand's values um, and then who this is for mm. by like you saying, you know, something to the effect of, you know, whether you say it directly or not, um, you know, this is for you. If you also agree with, you know, if you also want this or agree with this, or if these are your values too. Um, and then, but like any good about page is going to basic, you know, whether it starts with that personal story or not. Um, it's going to give a little bit about, you know, it's like high level about the reader and then a little bit about the company and then like flipping it and reversing it back to the reader to like make it about them. So an about page, you know, you think it's about you and your company. It's actually about the reader. That is just like the mind kind of fuck at the feel, you know, it's like, it's, <laughs> but it says about me, you know, and it's like, yeah, but it's actually also about the reader. So how do we do it about the reader? Like we had a couple of things now, you know, make sure that you ask some questions or have in there, you know, do you, does this resonate with you? Da, 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 da. So what would be, for example, something that you come up with that you like to include in those pages? So I'm a huge a uh, fan of testimonials and, mm -hmm. and, and specifically testimonials that have results that are identical to the results of your desired client or customer. Um, because that is a way that the reader, you know, if you can say like, Hey, this is about me. These, this is about my clients that got these particular results. That's a really good way for people to um, identify. And also it's nice because it takes the pressure off of the business owner I think a lot of business owners, brands, they, you know, they're, they're like, they have a hard time writing the about page because they, they, they're like a little bit shy to talk about themselves. So by, by both including testimonials and success stories uh, throughout the copy and by also turning it around to be about the reader, you take a lot of that pressure off. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really good to work with somebody on your about page because of the fact that it's just, it is so hard for people to, to write about themselves, to have that perspective, to like really articulate that big vision and the transformation that they create for people. Um, and, and, you know, if they've got any kind of like confidence issues or like playing small, like feeling, you know, like a little bit shy, like I don't want to brag. It's like, it's really, really important to get support with writing that page. Yeah. I and agree. then like, once you get it, then you can just use it all over the place. You know? Exactly. You can, I love everywhere. it. But 
it's I find it nearly impossible to do it yourself like seriously how can you objectively write about yourself it's like one of the most difficult things to do so yeah you need help like even I get help with my with my you know really important copy pieces like my about page (laughs) exactly it, it is like you need that perspective from other people exactly and even if it is, you are so much more awesome than what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what we're going for. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So when, so obviously, you know, you, I'm a client of yours. So the biggest compliment in terms of, you know, obviously I completely trust you. How do people get in touch with you? So maybe they, uh, okay, I need a copywriter or I want to learn copy because you do both, right? You do write yeah. copy, but you also teach copy how do they get in touch with you or how can they get into your universe yeah definitely so you can go to my website geomarcus.com that's g-i-o-m-a-r-c-u-s.com you can um get on the vip list i send out like kind of irreverent emails each week (laughs) Um, they're entertaining for me and I often hear for other people, um, you know, my, my, some people write me that they've got a, a folder in their email inbox. That's just for my emails. Cause they're like the exact, exact example of what a good marketing email should be. And that's really to, like tell stories and, and have fun. It's like my place to really just, you know, I kind of what I want and like I'm not even on your email list I just realized I have to sign up just to get those emails I know we've been working together like for ages but I'm not on your email list and so that's one place is just go to my website and stay connected that way that's probably like the best thing um because I write things there that I don't write any other place um you know I'll, I'll sometimes you know I post stuff on social media I've got a Facebook group as well called revenue and reach And so you can join that and I go live on there all the time and I give out copywriting um, wisdom as well as like, that's actually where I've been talking about my dating life because I can't (laughs) post that on my personal page um, because like the people that I, you know, people go onto your Facebook page and they, and it's public. And so they can like see everything that you're writing. So I can't talk about it there. So I like, I, and I love drawing the connection between copywriting and messaging or messaging and dating because there's like so much overlap there. Um, so like, it's actually relevant. It's not like I'm just, you know. No, but it is highly entertaining. I do have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey people, if I'm going through this, so are you let's, like, let's, let's do this together. Um, so yeah. So revenue and reach Facebook group is a really great place. And, and that's a place where you can like you know, ask me questions, interact with me. You can um, float, you know, I'll do a lot. If you ask me a question, I'll, I'll do a live about it and I'll answer your questions. So um, it's a really good place to get that copywriting support um, and, you know, and like find other people who are, you know, asking really smart questions about copy. Um, and then like, you know, I'm on Instagram at geomarcus copywriting. You can go and send me a DM. Like really, I'm just open. I'm around, you know, like, so like if you have a question about your copy or like, you know, if something that came up during um, this conversation that is like kind of bothering you or you're like, oh my God, how the heck do I do that? And, you know, oh, I've got this problem about copy or that won't work for me because of this you know, find me in Revenue and Reach Facebook group, get on my email list, write me back. Like I'm available and I love answering these questions for people. I love like going to the places that are like really people are getting stuck on, especially when they're trying to write their own copy because um, 
you know, I really feel like it's a confidence bit and it's something that people can like grow. And, and so like, you know, my, my clients who have stuck with me for, you know, a year or more, um, their confidence level is like up here. Whereas like, you know, when they first came along, they were like, how the hell do I write this stuff? And, you know, it's like, it's absolutely something that is a practice that you can get better at. That's awesome. And we'll have the links in the show notes as well. So if you want to go over to the blog, Christine Means Business forward slash blog, you will find the episode where you can watch us hanging out. You can <laughs> listen to us. You can see us in all our fabulousness. And I forgot to put all my jewelry on today or to put on makeup. So yeah, that alone is worth it. So head over and then we have the show notes and we have all the links in there as well. So Gio, thank you so much for your time and all of those amazing tips about copywriting. I love copywriting. I love especially people doing it for me, but I think it is seriously one of the most powerful elements in a business that is just overlooked very often. And before you spend your money on anything else, you people really consider working with a copywriter first because it can just up the whole thing. It can seriously transform your business. So thank you so, so much. And you guys, I'll be back in two weeks with another guest. So stay tuned and take care, all of you guys. Bye-bye for now. Bye. All right. And here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.